A podcast by swimmers for swimmers. This is Garbage Yardage. Hey, swim fans. We are excited to bring you the very first episode of Garbage Yardage. This is a new swimming podcast that we are hoping to be state-of-the-art in all um, in all regards, swim coverage, swim news, uh, just from three regular swimmers. Um, we're your hosts. I'm Michael. And I'm McKay. And I'm Ryan. Yeah. And we are just three buds uh, hoping to bring you the best real swimming bros. content. We're real bros. Hoping to bring you the best swimming content out there. Um, this this first episode of of garbage yardage is going to be way more formal than probably anything we'll do in the future. Um, at least that's what what it looks like right now. We we want to kind of just be a soundboard about all things swimming, going from you know the Olympic level to all the way down to like high schools around the country. You know, we've we've got some really phenomenal high school athletes in, in all different states and we, we want to cover as much as we can. Um, obviously we've got some really cool things lined up with you know the ISL, uh how FINA responded to that. We have Sun Yang's uh arbitration hearing in about three weeks. Uh we'll be hitting on that. Uh, and then we've got, you know, high school state meets that are coming up. College seasons are are, uh, are really starting to ramp up in the next two or three weeks. So we, we really feel like we're going to – we want to, to be a platform where where if the casual swim fan can, can come and listen to, to three bros talking about swimming. So first off, we're going we're gonna to introduce ourselves. We're going to start with McKay. And we'll go to Ryan, and then I will uh, finalize that. So, McKay, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, your background in swimming, what you're doing now, and, and whatnot. Cool. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I'm actually related to Michael, my brother. So uh, my background in swimming is, you know, I, I grew up in, in swimming in Utah. I started about when I was nine, and we – uh, my, my Michael and I, we, we started swimming at the same time, and so we've, we've always swam together, and so I've been swimming since since then, and, and you know, swimming through club and high school, and then all all the way up to collegiate level. I swam for uh, BYU or Brigham Young University for three years, and then my last year of eligibility, I, I switched over to University of Utah, and... You know, following following my collegiate career, I I got into coaching, and you know, actually a week after my collegiate career, I I got into I started coaching, and and I've been there ever since. So I've been coach, I've been the head coach of of a team just north of Salt Lake City uh, for about three years now. It's been it's been great. It's been a nice learning curve, but you know, I've I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed it for the most part. It's been it's been a ton of fun. I, yeah, I love just love being part of the sport and love being involved in something that that you know I'm passionate about and and you know it's 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 been a ride. So yeah, McKay, uh, McKay and I are we're very close. <laughs> uh, yeah, brothers, 
So, wow. uh, yeah. Sound right there. <laughs> <laughs> Great fact. Okay, Ryan, your go. All right. Well, I'm Ryan. I uh, I started swimming in 2008 when I was eight. Um, I had always – I'd done, like, soccer and, like, baseball and basketball, and I never really, like, stuck to any of one of those. And then in 2008 when some guy named Michael Phelps went to Beijing and won eight gold medals, and I saw that on the TV, and I was like, you know what, Mom, like, that's what I want to do. And so I've been swimming – since 2008 when I was eight. Um, and so I'm connected to Michael and McKay because McKay was my coach. He started coaching my, my team. Um, the, what was it? This like the summer in between my junior and senior year. Yeah. Um, I had never really been like, like I was in the sport. I loved the sport. I was never really like, like fast per se. And then, you know, when McKay, came and kind of turned turned my team around and really like turned my career and my my whole life around I'd say and just kind of took me from a kid that had maybe one or two state cuts to a kid that went to you know a sectionals meet and you know meets in Texas and Arizona and you know some things I never thought I could do in the sport and kind of really made me love the sport even more and kind of took me out of a place where I was on the on the fence of quitting, and then he came and kind of made me, like, reignite my my passion for the sport. Um, all the while losing. All, <laughs> all the while losing about 25% of my body weight. Um, <laughs> shedding an entire body. Shedding, <laughs> shedding my outer shell. Um, I'm, you know, where whereas Michael and McKay have, like collegiate experience, I don't have that, but you know, I, I consider myself like a swimming super fan. I've been to, I was at the 2012 and 2016 Olympic trials where I got to watch, you know, the best swimmers in the world compete and I got to meet and interact with a lot of them. So it's just a lot of like, you know, swimming is just such a big part of my life and I just love the sport so much and I just want to kind of get it out there, especially in this in this day and age when the ISL is coming around and I think that swimming is just going to really explode and be become a bigger part of sporting in general. So I think it's a perfect time to get more involved. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan's always – I as soon as I, I started coaching, it was kind of funny because, like, here's this kid who, you know, he is rather large <laughs> A fat kid, <laughs> a big giant fat kid. I mean, it's, he said it first. So, uh, yeah. And here he's coming up and that and talking all this, all this swimming jargon to me. And I just thought it was funny. And so that's, I mean, that's where Ryan and I really connected with, with the, the whole swimming and, and, you know, just enjoying and, and being passionate about the sport. So, yeah. <laughs> What about you, yeah. Big Mike? <laughs> well, I remember uh, where where did I meet Ryan for the first time? It was I think it was uh, at the OTAC meet, wasn't it? Or maybe chat. I, think I can't remember. Probably was OTAC. Yeah, it might. Yeah. So I had just um, I had just taken a head coaching job uh, about forty miles south of where McKay was. Um, my first summer there. Um, well, 
that team, when McKay and I were swimming club, that team wasn't, we, well, to put it nicely. There, there was a team, like, down the street from us, from our yeah. club. There was yeah. a team down the street. Really, like, the club was, I mean, really no more than just a high school team, yeah. really. Yeah, it was basically, yeah, like, you used to train their high school kids. And, um, like, they, they just didn't really take it seriously. And, and I mean, at that point in our, our swimming careers, you know, and this, this actually, you know, kind of goes into the framework of of the term garbage yardage and, and how McKay and I coach. Like, at that point of our careers, and Ryan, you could probably say the same thing before McKay got there. It was, if you're not swimming, you know, 30,000 yards, 40,000 yards a week, you're not working hard. Um, right. Exactly. We're not doing a time every thousand every other day. Yeah. Yeah. And that, like, and the thing is, like, the whole point, like, <laughs> like, there's, there's people that can do that, and they do that really, really well, um, on, like, the same level as kids doing, you know, the whole USRPT fad, like, is no different. If you talk to non-biased coaches that have coached for 30, 40 years, they'd say that that's really been around for forever. It's just some coaches don't like doing it, or you get coaches like Eddie Reese, whose distance kids can basically do their version of USRPT is 15 ones long course holding 55s, you know, like, so right. anyway, so like McKay and I growing up, it was, I mean, I swam a hundred thousand yards in, in nine practices um, over Christmas break. And I thought, Hey, well, this is going to help me reach my goals. And, and although yet, like I got faster, I, I feel like I, I overtrained, um, and so, anyways, like that was that was kind of our thinking all growing up. And so we looked at anybody who just like farted around in the pool, like, oh, you're not working hard. Like you don't swim enough to like swim fast. Like you're not dedicated enough. So, um, so yeah, I took over that program. And the first meet I went to, I didn't really even coach in the summer. I wanted to see how it operated, uh, but I went to a couple meets because I wanted to see how the kids would swim. Uh, yeah, I met met Ryan and and you know I a bond was formed. A bond was forged. Um, and yeah, but my my swimming career is much like McKay's. You know, we started at the same time. I'm three years older, so I was 12 years old. I was in seventh grade, junior high, when I started, and I had to swim with you know the fourth, fifth, and sixth graders that were all really fast, and I was this pudgy seventh grade boy, a lot older than all these kids, um, in board shorts. Not much taller, though. <laughs> Not much taller. <laughs> a little fat, literally, a little <laughs> fat kid with board shorts. And, uh... That was um, training sequence. We just wore board shorts all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. how we trained. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I started... <laughs> McKay and I were basically on, like, the same trajectory after the first – well, I felt like I actually was pretty quick my first year, and then I aged up right after going into long course, and that's when I, like, hated swimming because all of a sudden, like, I had to race against 13, 14-year-olds that all had armpit hair and muscles, and I'm this fat kid with, like, no body hair, five foot one, <laughs> maybe five foot one with, like – 
basketball shoes on. Um, Pretty much a roly poly of a of a human being. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what I was. Um, and I just I, I remember going through like stages of um, of swimming where I hated it and I didn't want to do it, and then you know like any other thing that for a boy like they're going to start working hard like if he likes the girl and and I had my eyes set on a on a girl <laughs> I was on our team so I wanted to work super hard to try to show off and all of a sudden like things started like clicking I grew um I mean my freshman year of high school I was still 5'3 and by the end of my junior year by the end of my sophomore year, I think I was like five nine, and the end of my junior year, I was five eleven. And between my, I'm, I I do remember like working really really hard freshman to sophomore year that summer, and then sophomore to junior year, like I made huge leaps. I went from like one twenty hundred breaststroke to like one oh five. Um, but yeah, so then I uh, finished high school, uh, went to Florida for two years um, and came back, didn't swim at all, came back and walked on at BYU, Brigham Young. That was going to be McKay's freshman year. I I was fortunate to, to get a spot. And, um, yeah, so I swam there, swam there two years, then took like a red shirt year. And then I went back for two more years and it was awesome. I was, I remember the, the original coach told me I wasn't fast enough, and I left BYU. I think I was, like, the third fastest 50 breaststroker, and I was, like, top 10 in 100 breaststroke. Those times are now kind of blown away. But it was it was really cool to see me being told I wasn't good enough and then being faster than every kid in my recruiting class, like, from my senior year of high school. Um, by the time I was done, like eight years later. Um, yeah. So, I mean, your 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 story is kind of cool because, yeah, like you were told, like, yeah, you definitely aren't aren't fast enough. You're not good enough to be part of the program, and but you, like, you earned your spot as a walk on, and then by the time you were done, like, things had changed, and because you were work, you worked hard, and you, you real, I mean, you wanted to be good at at what you were doing, and you wanted to to excel, and so you didn't let people get in the way of that. So, I mean, that's, that's really cool. I feel like that, that relates to a lot of people just yeah. in general. I mean, I mean let it be known, like, okay, so I grew up, I grew up a BYU football fan, like, hardcore. My, our dad played there. Like, I only wanted to go to BYU. And, like, well, more, actually, no. I didn't want to go to BYU. I wanted to be an athlete at BYU. Like, that's really all I cared about. And, I was not a good student. Like, I, I honestly like ashamed to say like I did enough just to be eligible so I could swim. Like I ate, drank, slept, swimming like all the time. Like that's all I did. And um, so obviously, not everybody's going to have like the same priorities as me. And I felt like, especially at like that type of academic. Um, school, like you, you, a lot of athletes have to put their athletics second behind schoolwork because the schoolwork is pretty demanding. 
but I was. And it's a pretty far second, obviously. <clears throat> obviously, yeah. with student athletes, like you got to you got to put school first. But it's a pretty hard line that you have to draw, especially with with a a school that requires so much of you academically and um, just to, I mean, just to be able to compete or just to be able to um, keep your head above water in those classes and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It was, it was. I mean. I, I actually, like, I, you know, m- like, McKay alluded to, like, he transferred a little bit. He transferred. I I stayed. Like, I I thoroughly enjoyed my time there. Um, but, I mean, that's, we, I could talk for hours on, on college swimming, which we probably will. Which we uh, will. Yeah. So, um, but that's not the, that's not the focus here. We'll, we, we can revisit that. Um, so, we, you know, maybe I'll have McKay and Ryan, you guys can talk about, you know, how, how this, this podcast really came to be and what is our focus? Yeah. So, you know, McKay and, and Michael had kind of toyed around with the idea of garbage yardage. And like, I, I wasn't really involved at that point. And then, you know, one day in like early October, Tom Shields, uh, you know, Olympic butterflyer, tweeted, man, today would be a great day to launch a swimming-related podcast with takes, coverage, and all that. I'm too tired, though. And I jokingly replied to him and tagged Michael, and I said, at Michael, what do you say? And then, you know, Michael kind of went in and said, like, you know, me and McKay have talked about this, you know, garbage yardage. And then I said, I think we do it and bring on Tom and so people actually listen. And then Tom replied to us and said, you know, hit me up. And so Michael and Michael and Tom kind of talked a little bit. And so that's kind of what, what made us, you know, really like actually consider this and kind of take it from like a idea of, oh, yeah, that'd be fun to more of like, a, all right, so like what are the next steps for us to take here? Um but then we, you know, we talked about how there's, like, there's swimming content out there, you know, for a sport that isn't, like, you know, football or, you know, basketball or baseball that, you know, you, you get college and, um, you know, professional leagues that are just everybody watches, you know, the Super Bowl and, you know, the college football playoff and the NBA Finals and March Madness, you know, swimming isn't isn't that and... I don't know if it ever will be as much as I would love to see it get to that. But, you know, as, as time is going on and especially in the, you know, the Phelps and the post Phelps era that people, you know, started seeing like, wow, like, you know, we have, we have guys out there that are doing like really incredible things. And, you know, now we're getting into, you know, people are watching, you know, college meets when, you know, rumors of Caleb Dressel going, you know, 17 in the 53 and sub 40 in the 100 free. And then, you know, when he did it and everybody was there to watch it and was there to see it. And then, you know, and especially I think where, where swimming was something that people would watch, you know, maybe the Olympics if it's on. Now it's becoming more of a televised thing where you can find, you know, televised in streams of world championships or pan packs or, you know, the NCAA championships, it's just, it's becoming more and more of a, 
of a, you know, a sport that you can find places to watch and find content for. And so, you know, we, we wanted to kind of dip into that and wanted something more that's more relatable because, you know, you got guys like Cody Miller that, you know, puts out great content. You know, we love, we love what Cody does. He's awesome. Um, but you know, it's, it's more where his is more of like, more of a look into, you know, the life of an Olympic swimmer and, you know, kids can watch it or, you know, younger swimmers can watch it and be like, man, like, that's awesome. Like, I love, I love kind of seeing the behind the scenes, you know, where, where he does that, you know, this podcast, we're trying to get to the, you know, the, you know, we're just three guys that are, are swimmers and swim fans that can interact with other swimmers and kind of give a more of a personal and relatable insight on the sport of swimming. Well, I feel like this is stuff that we always talk about anyway. When we all get together, this is just normal stuff that we would bring up and talk about anyway. So, again, yeah, like what Ryan was saying, we just figured, oh, yeah, well, we should just make a podcast or, or do something that is like, you know, recording these conversations because there are a lot of ideas and there are a lot of opinions that are shared and there's just a lot of, I feel like, stuff that we talk about on a wide wide scale, but... You know, I think it's also I think it's enjoyable. Obviously, that's right. why I, I participate <laughs> in the conversation. But but I think it, it, in general, I think if you if you enjoy swimming it, on any level, or it, it'd be it. I mean, something that that would be of interest to anybody who is interested in swimming at all. Yeah, um, so, I mean, I agree, obviously, because we're doing this, but. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, Ryan, Ryan and McKay both hit it, hit it out of the park. I mean, we, re, we really are just like three swimmers, swim fans that, I mean, arguably, like, I, we all kind of feel like we know a lot about swimming that, um, that the more, you know, the common, uh, swimmer probably isn't going to really know all the intricate details. Um, but, you know, we, we want to, we want to reach like the common swimmer, you know, cause that's, that's kind of all, that's all we are. Like we're, we're just common swimmers. We're not Olympians. We're not on the national team. Uh, like McKay and I swam in college and, uh, we, we've been to nationals. Like we, we swam against Michael Phelps, like, and, but, you know, we're still very much like, we we want to represent the general population of swimming and, and break things down into like why why things are are a certain way like like right now the the hot ticket item is the ISL like why why is the ISL here what is it like it's di- like why is it different than a, a traditional swim meet um, is this like the future of swimming how does this relate to anybody who's not on a national team? Like, it, you know, so things like that, that, you know, maybe we can, you can go and navigate, you know, Swim Slam or Swimming Magazine that, that also like put out amazing material. Like their reporting is great. Um, but like that's, that's simply all it is, is just re- reporting um, where we, we're going to be providing a lot of, of commentary and, you know, disagree or agree, like everybody has their own opinions. Um, 
we we do want to kind of talk about some controversial topics that that maybe a lot of people aren't going to like. Um, you know, I I personally feel as 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 great as you know Cody Miller and Kevin Cords and and Nick Fink and all these these American breaststrokers that we have like the USA has not won an Olympic gold medal. I mean, Brendan Hansen is our last, I think, silver, like, Cody Cody won bronze in 2016. And then in the 100, so so we're just talking the 100, because Eric Shanto and uh, um, Eric Shanto was uh, silver in 08, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean... Um, and then we have, oh my goodness, he's, he, he's an Adidas athlete. What's his name? He's signed at Cal, breaststroker. Perno. Yeah, Josh Perno, like a silver medal. Like, like, I feel like American breaststroke is, is there, but it's pretty underwhelming in my opinion when you have like the Europeans and Norwegians and I mean, like Adam Peaty, if you look at his trajectory eight, ten years ago, he was nothing, you know. Like, so I mean, that's that's kind of the the type of controversial topics we we're gonna kind of get into on a later date. Thanks for listening to this episode of Garbage Yardage. Check us out next week wherever podcasts are downloaded.